0: So far this year, 52% of Ford's total sales in Australia are Ranger Utes. Their next best-selling car is the Ford Mustang. These two cars account for over 63% of all their sales. We have said it often in the last few years, but Ford just doesn't seem to be able to sell little cars well. And the Ford Focus is a good little car. And the Ford Focus RS is a mind-blowing halo car for the model, with a turbo engine, all-wheel drive, and super sharp handling. Alan Zervis, the RS, you particularly liked the all-wheel drive. Not just because of the grip, but what did it do for you?
1: Well, it, it did, as you say, it did grip, but it's, when you went around the corners, it made your face peel off just about. It was just ferocious. And the power... Is the power of a V8 in a small family hatch. I think it's just extraordinary.
0: And of course it didn't have any or any significant torque steer that you often get from a very hot hatch but front-wheel drive.
1: Well you'll remember driving the Focus ST which is its slightly less nimble brother. Uh, Nothing wrong with the ST, it's just that its uh, steering is a little bit psychotic under hard acceleration and uh, the, the torque steer they try to correct with electronics and frankly it doesn't work very well uh but it is still a pleasure to drive the rs gets rid of all of that and it is just a peach it is an absolute peach
0: do you like the look of it
1: i do i mean it's been around for a while now you know it's in its um in its uh sunset you know there's there's uh not that long till the focus is due for replacement Uh, But I think this is a fitting tribute to it. And, of course, it will carry on into the new model. I'll bring an RS out in that,
0: no doubt. I think its nose is slightly long. It's a little bit different, is it, to the base model Focus?
1: It is. It's also, the the thing that I like about it is that it's different to the old model. So the old model pre-facelift Focus, the bonnet looked like it was half open. So every single time you walked past it after you'd locked it, and walk past the front of the car you'd put your hand on the bonnet to make sure it was it was closed um so the the new rs of course has uh, a, a particular front it's got a different bumper a different splitter and it just looks a little bit more aggressive and of course it's got the rs badge on the front
0: one of our colleagues described the nose as something that would make an Adva blush he thought that it was rather protruding i don't think it's that strong but it's certainly a common trend really of sort of longer noses generally and and almost pouting around the uh grill area so so the extreme example of that of course is maserati but this is also prominent in a couple of other cars
1: well i think maseratis are a bit sad it's it's just another one of those car brands that's been kind of bastardized by the fact that it's owned by somebody else that isn't very good at manufacturing cars.
0: Simon Lai from behind the wheel, and I have each driven this pocket rocket, and Simon joins me on the line now. Simon, heaps of power in this little thing, isn't there?
2: No, you're right there. It is extraordinary. I've never driven anything like it. I mean, I love hot hatches, but this one is miles above a lot of the other rivals.
0: It is, isn't it? I mean, if you'd have a look at the Subaru STI, you know, when I was a bit younger, these uh, bang-for-your-buck Evos from Mitsubishi and the Subaru WRX yeah. had, you know, around the 200. Now the STI hot one has 221. This other thing has 257. It's amazing.
2: Yeah, I know. I mean, if you compare it with other uh, cars, like, say, a Golf R, that's uh, topping out at 206 and 380 Newton metres. But this does 440 Newton metres, which is just mind blowing.
0: And in fact, the GTI Golf, which is not their top range, and, and it's not comparing apples with apples in one sense, but it gives you a comparison. What, 162 mm. kilowatts? So,
2: yeah, and that's a great car too.
0: Yes, they do remarkably well. This one has uh, all wheel drive. Do you find that that helps get the power to the ground?
2: Oh, well, yeah, definitely. Of course, when you distribute the torque a bit more evenly on the wheels, there's definitely um, a lot more power there. And it's amazing what they get out of a 2.3-litre turbo engine. You know, turbo engines are, are just amazing nowadays. Um, I, I found that um, the the drive overall was fantastic. It's really built for performance and for the track, the handling. It just really sticks to them so well.
0: The thing I loved about the handling is that when you turn into a corner, it just points. There's no sort Mm. of mushiness, not that modern cars have it nearly as much as ancient cars or older cars, but in this case, you just turn the wheel, and it's like it just sort of says, I know exactly what you want to do, and I'm going to do it immediately, and I'm going to do it well.
2: You're right there. I mean, it was just so direct. Like, it was very, very precise. It just wanted to go... Where you wanted to, to, and um, I found that it, it's just built perfectly for that sort of sort of thing, and plus you've got uh, additional um, uh, drive modes as well you've got the racetrack mode of course, and drift mode, which unfortunately uh, we didn't have
0: the, the chance to, to test out. Drift mode, I mean, that really has got to be for the hoon, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is. I mean, I don't know if you've seen those videos online. There's a lot of owners who've just tested it out on on public roads and uh, they've ended up their their pride and joy into the side of a hill or an embankment.
0: Well, modern technology does help you control a car and these cars certainly have a lot more horsepower than ones I, I learned to drive on. But if you turn off some of that or allow it to Mm. do that sort of drifting, that oversteer, that powering the back of the car out, you can get yourself in deep trouble. The seats, though, do hug you well, don't you? You're you're not uh, a a bulky fella. Uh, Do you still found that they worked well?
2: When a car has very strong, hard plastic, you know, propping up the seat bolsters, you really know that it means business because it wants to keep you you know, seated and in the car, and you know that it's got a lot of performance and power on it.
0: Hugging your hips, really, and keeping them in line there. Lovely brakes as well, just to mention its performance one more time.
2: Yeah, I mean, usually with cars, car, they're sure they go fast really well, but they also stop well, so the brakes are nice and sensitive, nicely weighted as well.
0: It's interesting, actually. It has more horsepower than the same engine, the four-cylinder turbo in the Mustang, which you can get as an option. Which, of course, sounds almost a contradiction in terms. Anything but a V8 Mustang is against type completely. But this one actually has more horsepower than the bigger car,
2: and it would feel like it too because it's a lot lighter. And you know, just that compact hatchback size, I think, is just perfect once again for any any performance, especially on a track.
0: You like the looks of them? Yeah, I do.
2: I think it, it's quite attractive, especially from the front end. I mean, you've got that uh, giant roof spoiler on the back, so you can notice it from far away. It's got that low scoop at the front as well. So I think, it, you know, it's very aggressive, sporty styling.
0: Simon, lovely to talk to you. I appreciate your view. Thank you very much for your time. Likewise. Thanks, David. And that's Simon live from uh, Behind the Wheel, the uh, motoring website which uh, we have an association with and they do some uh, very, very good reviews.